Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Well, welcome back. Welcome back, dude. To another episode of Buffalo Happy Hour. Mike, what's up? A lot, dude. Lots going on. Lots happening. Lots going on. I'm excited to talk today for some reason. Yeah, because you haven't been able to pronunciate anything. Literally. I'm not even drunk yet. Are you implying that you get drunk during these episodes? No, I'm implying that... Can you say this again, for the record? (laughs) (laughs) I think that we have a very high chance of getting somewhat intoxicated because we're drinking 53.5% ABV 107 proof whiskey. Oh, it's easy. Yeah. Easy stuff. So for everybody that isn't watching YouTube, we have the three chord 12 bar reserve today, which is exciting. We did an interview with Tony DeYoung, who is the uh, area marketing. He's He wears multiple He does hats. everything, basically. Yeah. Uh, but we did an interview with them a while ago. I believe that was special interview number five. And we already did the three-chord blended, right? Or no, no rye, rye. Rye. Amplify rye. Yeah. So they did the three-chord amplify rye already. And now we're going to do the 12-bar reserve. So keynote, this is Neil Giraldo's favorite drink. Yes, it is. He loves this one the most. Neil Giraldo is a... He's the owner of the company, and he's also a famous singer-songwriter, and I believe he's married to Pat Benatar, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, weird flex. Weird flex. I mean, the, it's whatever. Yeah, the dude Just like literally. you said the other day, you're like, I have 1,800 Facebook friends, but whatever. I mean... <laughs> what, what, was the, what was the purpose behind that status? Like, what was the status about? I wanted every single person on my friends list to read that and feel like they matter. So I put it out there and then I had to visibly check to see how many people could potentially see it on my friends list. And that was the number. I didn't even know I was at that. I don't check. I don't care. No. No. What's the limit? 5,000, I think. Nowhere near. Is there a limit? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's 5,000. You can have 5,000 Facebook friends. And most people's Facebook, like people that are famous, go up to 4,998. For some reason, they never hit the 5,000 mark. 
or one but, short. It's yeah. always two short. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. So, Mike, we're uh, Mikey Essential and Derek Quarantino over here. <laughs> I texted you that the other day. You're not happy with me. No. Why? First of all, it was out of nowhere. And second, I was in the woods trying to orient my location from where I currently was to where I started. And I get a text and I thought it was important. So I pull out my phone and look and it's you calling me Mikey. <laughs> so I immediately went into a state of rage. And Are you I, just not a fan of the, the name Mikey? Yeah. Gotcha. Were you called that a lot as a kid? No. Oh. Every time I heard it, I shut it down because I wasn't two years old. Like it just. What about when you were two years old? Were you called that a lot? A few of my family members, like my aunts, would try it because they thought I looked cute at two. I'm like, whatever. But still, just don't call me Mikey. Like it's not my name. I I don't want to be called Mikey. It's just not. It's a. It's like a baby name. But like Mike Essential wouldn't have been a very good name. It had to be Mikey Essential, so it rolls off the tongue. I, uh, yeah, I suppose on a marketing standpoint. <laughs> I'm getting name tags made of Mikey Essential that you can wear. <laughs> Where did that come from? It's just you're an essential worker and we're quarantined. So I was trying to make a play on words so you and I can both be called something during this quarantine. So I thought Mikey Essential and Derek Quarantino. What's Cleo? I don't know. Put me on the spot. Not going to work. All right. Sounds good. But, I mean, you weren't going to be Mikey Quarantino or Mike Quarantino because you're not Italian. So right. I'm Mikey Quarantino, you're Mikey Essential. Or I'm Derek Quarantino, you're Mikey Essential. Okay. Listen, like dude, it. it's been a long day. We've been stuck in the South for two weeks now. And two more weeks now. Yeah, all the way up until April 15th. Did you see the governor of Virginia just stated that they're going to be on lockdown until June 10th now? Wait, see you seriously? Later. Yeah. See you later, April and May. Bye-bye. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. June Absolutely 10th. crazy time. Like, how, at least you put a date out there, but how can you expect people to do that for another two, almost three months? Like, that's crazy. That's what you got to do. That's, that's what, what you, you do, do with that stimulus check of 1200 bucks, dude. You got to stretch it out three months. What's the first thing you're buying? Another firearm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> put it away for a rainy day. Yeah, I'm doing what I always do. So, okay, I'm doing what I always do when I get random money that's not expected. So, there was (laughs) random creaks upstairs from Journey. (laughs) So, that's her nickname. So, the uh, randomly throughout my stint in the army, there was some sort of pay issue where they either underpaid you or overpaid you. And you either had like a deduction in your pay out of absolutely nowhere and you couldn't really do anything about it or they shorted you pay and then you got back pay that you didn't know about and then you randomly just got a lump sum in your bank account. Okay. So I'm used to having a pay shortage and then randomly getting a lump out of nowhere. So I would just save it for about eight months because I expected the government to catch up. And then here she comes. I expected the government to catch up and then randomly take it all back. <laughs> Cleo's doing her own thing. Cleo. Hold on. Let's get her back upstairs. Go ahead. I'll talk about the 
I don't know. Maybe I won't talk. Maybe I'll just we'll sit here and smile. Glee upstairs. We're good. <laughs> she she trotted down to come see you real quick. She just likes to tell me all the time that she eats. So whenever she's done eating, she has to come over and lick my face to let her, me know, even though I'm mostly the one that feeds her, uh, just to let me know that she ate. Cheers. Cheers, man. Beep one off. Let's go. Ooh. Different than I remember. This one tastes good today, man. What is that? It's like a orange honey. No, I'm getting like a... That was good. Getting like a clove. Yeah, me too. You're not? You're getting peppercorn on the back, right? Mm-hmm. We'll dive into okay. this. Yeah. There's some clove No, like there. some herbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's some clove. Yeah, initial taste clove. We'll get it. We'll get to it. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm a pro, <clears> but <throat> I mean, I'm saying this We basically is, are now. It's episode 27, so we should... Dude, episode 27. I know. All right, sorry. Continue. Before my dog came running downstairs, what yeah, were we talking about? Yeah, so if random pay shows up in your account from the U.S. government, you just sit on it for eight months before they realize their mistake and take it all back, and then you've already spent it, because the government will always get their money back. Absolutely. Always. So I'm just going to sit on it because I'm terrified that something's going to happen where there's a clerical issue and they're going to yank it. So I'm just going to sit on it. But, but what are they going to do with all that money that was sent to the Kennedy Art Center? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not even up on that. I don't even know what all that's really? about. Yeah. Yeah. They just, I don't know. We're not going to get into it. All right. Sounds it's just going to aggravate me. All right. I don't want to aggravate you. Yeah. We but have a lot to talk about. Yeah, I know. So what were you doing earlier uh, this weekend? I you, went. You went crazy. I went into the woods, bro. For what? I had to test out some gear um, and do a check out some camping spots on public land. So can you just camp anywhere? Well, I mean. Yes. No. <laughs> you cannot. Um, you can you can camp on public grounds. So okay. there's locations I close at dusk. Um, so as long as you set up camp early in the morning and you're there all day and then you're gone by dusk, you've camped. Um, oh, that's what you're considered camping. Sure. So there's <laughs> there's ways around that loophole because there's zero enforcement. I mean, there's not like a park ranger is going to walk up and try to find people that are sleeping overnight. Like, it's just not a thing. True. Um, and I also consider it a challenge because I walk around with a Ron Swanson permit. <laughs> that says, I do what I want. It <laughs> says I do what I want. I know more than you. <laughs> and I consider it a challenge where if they can find me and kick me out, then they've earned that. And then I will pack up and leave. But if, I mean, there's... Just toss up UAV, man. It'll be able to find you real quick. Now when you're subsurface <laughs> and you hide your heat signature. Well, anyways, so today's episode, I wanted to do a quick gear review because I know a lot of people are either going to ask or they're curious in general. Um on, on my side of the table, there's some friends of mine that have asked. Yeah. Well, and we also kind of did the preview to what you bought a couple episodes or a couple months ago. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. That sounds good. But also, before we get into it, dude. Yeah. We forgot last week was our half year. Was it our six month mark? Dude, yeah. 26 episodes. That's six months. Dude, cheers. Cheers to that, man. That's awesome. To another like 14 years of this. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you should have read six months. All right, 14 years from now. Yeah, I just thought of that the other day. I'm like, 26? Oh, okay. Congrats, so, man. That's congrats. awesome. That's awesome. 
All right, get out of my head. All right, get out of my head. (laughs) Is there an echo in here? (laughs) All right, sorry. Keep with you. You're good. So there is one main thing that I always take. um, But before I dive into that, a lot of people ask, like, what do you wear? So I'll start with that, and then I'll work into the, the technical side of some of the equipment that I bring out, right? So for pants... I picked up cutaways. Yeah, like, <laughs> swear to God, dude. So I picked Bring up it back two thousand two. Absolutely, my prison pants, but they're ideal because they dry super quick. And if it's, I mean, you can regulate your own temp, mm-hmm. which is wonderful. Um, also, if you're in a tricky situation, if you don't want the bottom of your pants wet per water level, say it's like up to your shins, you can just cut them away, right. and then you're good. It'll save your pants and keep them dry. But I picked up a pair of Columbia's. And they're super light. And I did wash and dry them because I got really, I got dirty. I played in the mud with Sam. Brought my dog. So um, I wanted to really test them out, see how they felt. I grabbed my normal pants, are 34-34. And then when I brought them home and tried them on, didn't work. They were really? too tight, yeah. And it's not because I'm fat with this quarantine dad bod. Um, they're just really tight in... Like, in through the ass and then through the thighs. The cowboy thighs. Cowboy thighs, that's why. So I had to go up to a 36-34, which they're perfect. It's like the perfect fit. Um, and it allows me to take a knee, bend over, do whatever, and not blow out the crotch. So I was excited with that. They come with a belt. Um, the belt just snaps into itself. It's really thin. It's not heavy at all. And then those pants are perfect for hiking or for fishing or any type of camping what are they made out of like are they dry fit type material yeah yeah yeah, it's like a nylon dry fit polyester craziness with some spandex in i mean they're they're sleek yeah um so i wear those and then i wear um dry fit shirts so i have uh, like silkies that's what we call them but it's like we call it a ninja suit so you have your um your ewok system in the army which is basically for cold weather and then it's a layered system so your undergarment, um, like your long johns per se, right? So it's a complete dry fit material. It wicks all the moisture away, but it'll keep you warm. So on Sunday, it was warm in the afternoon, but it was cold in the morning. So I wore that out because it's an easy regulatory mm-hmm. piece that I can bring. And it's super lightweight. So I brought that. And then above or outside of that, I wore just like a dry fit t-shirt. Um, and then that way I'm cool the entire time. And if I get wet, it dries quick. So that's what I primarily bring out when it comes to my tops. I stay away from cotton because it's a nightmare in the field. Yeah, cotton Um, socks. Yeah. For socks, it's 100% wool. And then if there's... Really? Yeah, dude. Wool socks are where it's at. And it's not because you think that your feet are going to be too hot when they actually throw all the moisture away. So in winter... The ideal way to go about it is you wear wool socks and then a pair of cotton tube socks above that. So that way, the wool keep your feet and your skin dry, and then the cotton absorbs all the moisture. Whereas in the field, when you're trucking through mud and everything else, you just wear a nice pair of kind of like a blend between wool and cotton. Um, But when I go out, for this instance, I wore, it was really heavy cotton, or wool. It was was like 90-95% wool. They're incredible. Interesting. And then for my boots, I wear um, Solomon Gore-Tex boots, and I'm, like, obsessed with Solomon boots. They're the go-to. New York State Police, their SORT team, their Special Operations Response team, they all wear Solomons. 
Um, I wear like ankle cut, so they're not low cut, um, but it gives my ankle off. support. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just because a, I don't really necessarily know the terrain, and at the same time, for th- um, pricker bushes and thorns and stuff, I, I hate cutting up my ankles. Mm-hmm. So I just wear the boots that way, um, and then that was it. I just laced them up normal, nothing crazy. I didn't blouse my pants, as in sticking my pants inside my boots. I didn't have to, um, and it worked out phenomenal. So it was so a good setup. And what weather conditions do you stick to that loadout per se, or do you, or does it vary even based off of it's raining outside? Like how how consistent is this makeup that you're creating it's consistent the only things that would change is if it's winter then i would just add either more layers or i'd switch the boots um i would switch the boots out to like basically the issued boots that i got through the army which are 100 percent gore-tex but they're also like 100 percent waterproof so your feet aren't going to breathe but that's why you wear the wool socks so your feet can still breathe and then the boot will absorb the moisture that's coming off of your foot so then you just take your boots off when you sleep air everything out dry it out make a fire stuff like that so, do you know what yeah. what is the rating for boots that are? And this is a conversation we probably should have had before winter, but like the thermal rating, like 600, 800,000, do you know what I'm talking about? For sure. Yeah. So there's different hunting boots. I actually used to memorize this because when I worked at Dick's Sporting Goods, hashtag oh, no yeah, sponsor, true. I used to um, sell those hunting boots, but it's grams of insulin. So there's four, six, eight, and then I think there's a couple boots over a thousand grams of insulin, but it's basically how warm's the boot when it's cold out. Um, and then the rating is into the negatives in Fahrenheit, which is insane. But from what I found, unless you're like, it's tough. Like if, if you're moving around, you don't want to have, uh, you don't want to surpass, say, 600 grams of insulin because your feet are going to be too warm. Yeah. But if you're deer stand hunting, you want to hire – because you're not moving. Right. So then you want to keep as much heat in as possible, and that's when you jump up to the eights and to 1,000 or whatever the highest gram insulin is. Military boots don't have that, or do they? I'm sure they – I just don't know offhand. Okay. They might, but they don't really come with a spec sheet either. Your supply sergeant's like, sign the hand receipt. <laughs> don't lose these. It's like, right, Roger that. Yeah. And then at the end of your career, they're just like, keep the boots. It's like, okay. And then once you've been in for a while, you realize that they don't care about boots. They'll just issue them to you. And the hand receipt's just to prove on their job so they don't get fired that they did issue the boots to the, to the guys. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But the uh, – yeah. There's different Rockies and, and things that use that insulate and then that negative temp rating. Interesting. Most boots are rated for like negative 30. So, but most people aren't going to camp when it's that cold. Yeah. No one's really outside when it's 10 degrees. So, so what else, what else do you normally take outside of apparel or do you still have more apparel stuff that you wanted to touch on? Do you wear hats or anything? I do. Um, beanies in the morning and then I'll either switch to like a ball cap in the afternoon. Um, and then when I was in, I, I used a boonie just because. A, it pissed every sergeant major off, and you just wanted to be that salty enlisted dude. And then B, it protects your neck and your forehead at the same time. And it protects your eyes because you're, dude, squinting in the sun for days sucks. It's so exhausting. So when you can give yourself some sort of relief, it's always ideal. But now I just wear a ball cap. Um, And then, you know, nothing... Nothing special. I don't wear like a, a multi-cam ball cap with a IR American flag on the front in the Velcro <laughs> spot. Like I'm not. No, I don't do that. But I just wear the normal ball cap. Yeah. Um, for 
Outside stuff, my pack is an Osprey pack, which I mentioned in the earlier episode. Stoked about that. It's incredible. It holds the weight really, really well. It's got an anti-gravity system through it. And then the only other thing that I really bring out, um, it's like a hatchet. It's a small axe. That works great. I bring a pocket knife. um, And then I also bring a K-bar. And my K-bar is great for a lot of the the intermittent work between a hatchet and then a pocket knife. Mm -hmm. So that's great. Um, you can also hunt with it too and defend yourself if you want to make a spear and get crazy. Um, I bring a watch, which is just my normal G-Shock. And then I also bring this bad boy, which saves me so much time and pain and aggravation. You just have to bring two AAAs with you and make sure that those are secure. But this Garmin 401 is insane. Um, when I bought mine, it was 160 bucks, but that was years ago. What is it? It's a GPS. So you can essentially plot your grids and then create waypoints, track your your speed, your distance, your average pace per mile. Um, but the biggest thing is just plotting points and then knowing your location. So if anything does happen and you're speaking to whoever, you can easily send up your grid and then that that'll save you. Oh, cool. Um, but yeah, they're just they're great for. Topographic map navigation, essentially. What, do you throw it on your wrist or something? Yeah. So I wear it right on my wrist. Um, comes with Velcro. And this is... Not sponsored by Garmin, by the way. Definitely not a sponsor. If they would like to, I'm all in. Um, because they I could make, use a golf watch by Garmin, too. So They make they, products for everything. That's what I'm saying. So if they want to be a sponsor, they sure can. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's a compass built in, which is sweet. So when you turn it on, you always calibrate your compass. And all you have to do for that is you just slowly turn it, and it tells you it's like slowly turn. And then it'll be like just right, too fast, slow down, oh, all that crazy stuff. And then once it's calibrated, proof. yeah, idiot proof. And then once you're set, the, the difference in a 401 and then older generations is that you don't have to stop and then wait for this to catch up. This is continuously uh, working with satellites and then shooting your azimuth for you. So as long as it's away from metal, which is all good practice mm-hmm. in general, even if you're working with an old school compass, which I do carry in my pack, for those freaking out about you can't use, you know. You can't trust technology. Yeah, the batteries die. <laughs> cool high speed. Like, relax. Like, I, I have both. Um, but anyways. This works continuously. So as I walk, I essentially just look at my wrist, and then it'll just direct me with its arrow um, which direction I have to go with the compass, which is awesome. So it'll tell me my azimuth and everything else. Also tells elevation, which is nice. Oh, cool. So um, I noticed that yesterday I started at like 1,500 elevation, and then when I found camp, I was at about 900 to mid-nines. I was stoked, dude. Found super nice spots away from everybody. and then So I when can, are you planning on going out? Set up a hammock. Um, when the weather's not as terrible, because all of this is rain now, yeah. um, I'm starting to get a little more picky about when I go out just because I'm, I'm so sick of dealing with horrible conditions when I'm outside and able to play. But Sam doesn't care. Sam loves it. Oh, man. Just took a sip, too. I know. Oh, it's so good. It's fantastic. So, yeah, that's the... Uh, Impromptu of what I take out. I also take a, a tarp, a 550 cord, uh, a tent, and a hammock, just because I don't know if I'm going to bring Sam or not, but I can always adjust stuff. Um, I have a jet boil, and then a platypus. That way I can filter water if it comes from a stream, just because I don't trust it. Mm-hmm. I always I always clean my water, um, and then that way it's good to go. 
and then it's just a bunch of weight-saving products. So how long were you out there this time? Just four hours. And you still brought all that stuff? No. Oh. I only brought what, like, basically it was just me, stuff for Sam, my Garmin, and then um, that was about it, yeah. It was light. It was really light. Dude, I had a blast, though, just walking in the woods. Yeah. So nice. I don't want to say where you were, just because if you are camping there, then they'll then they'll be trolling for you. Yeah, because they're always listening. Yeah, always. Big Brother's always watching. Fellow truth seekers. <laughs> but uh, is this probably going to be the place that you go camp when you go back out? It's one of four. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And if anyone follows me on social media, they already know where it was. But it's all good, because you don't know where I was in that region. True, true, true. It's a big plot of land. That's awesome. Sam yeah. had a good time? Dude, he was so happy. Do you keep him on a leash or no? No. Not no. when I'm out there like that. Plus, there was no one around. Right. so He'll um, stand next to you. Yeah. Yeah, he's really, really good with verbal commands in the woods. There's moments where he'll stop, and then he'll sniff some stuff. He doesn't get in at anything. He just sniffs it because he's curious, just like tree stumps. Mm-hmm. And then, because he always likes to gnaw on wood. And he... Uh, He'll just kind of sniff, do his thing. He'll look around, try to find me. And then once he sees that I've reached a certain distance that he's not comfortable with, then he'll leave the stump and jog up. Most times I just look at him and I snap with two snaps. Then he just he's already alert. He's trying to find me. Once he locates me, he leaves and he comes. So I barely have to speak. It's amazing. So Sounds like a great quarantine time. Yeah. Just go quarantine yourself in the woods. I would love to. Colleen would get so mad, though. <laughs> So then basically I came home, she made me up a fresh brew, and uh, the blueberry coffee from oh, nice. hashtag not a sponsor, premium coffees, uh, made that. Cooked Surprised up some you sausage. still have some of that. Well, I had the Colombian first. Dude, I was... Yeah, I crushed I'm done it. with everything. Literally, all K-Cups are gone. Are they closed? I have no idea. I don't think so. Last I checked, they were still doing deliveries and stuff. But all K-Cups are gone. Both bags of coffee are gone. That one small... Tin foil uh, bag yeah, yeah, yeah. that's gone. What was in there? Just coffee. better coffee, dude. They just hooked us up so nice, and everything was gone. I used the K cups at work, and they gave us a pack, like a, a take home pack that had it was like a six pack, right? Yeah, French vanilla, hazelnut, Costa Rican, um, Colombian, and two more. I forgot the other two. Puerto Rican, maybe, and uh, just a regular uh, house blend, I think. And I made the hazelnut and the French vanilla at work both times. People were freaking out in the office saying, what is that? That smells so good. I like premium coffee. Go get some. Let them know we sent you. <laughs> That's amazing. It was very, very good. They they really know how to make coffee. Yeah. Yeah. And that's literally my life. So, yeah, I don't have any more coffee. So, now I'm stuck with Folgers still. Once they open, like if, dude, I'm so sick of this freaking virus. Once this is over with. I'm going to spend so much money in the economy. It's ridiculous. All the money I'm saving now, it's just going to be dumped into my wedding and then things that I missed. Yeah. I don't even go to Wegmans anymore because I'm sick of dealing with all the, the people running around and the little six foot at cash out thing. I'm just done with the stupidity. Gina went the other day. She said it wasn't that bad out. What time? Uh, two. Really? Yeah. On a Sunday, I think she went. Two o'clock on a Sunday. And it wasn't, and it wasn't busy. Well, yeah. that's good. That means people are staying home. And I think that they spent billions and billions of dollars the first time they went out stocking up on toilet paper so they don't have to go back out again yeah they're actually starting to get toilet paper in which Mm -hmm. is good i mean dude you don't want to buy so much freaking toilet paper right you know what i mean like even one 12 pack 
the did you see the one viral video of the guy doing the math? Mm-mm. Where he's like, you literally have to shit twelve hundred times a day <laughs> to use a toilet paper that you just bought. Like you just he broke it down per sheet. Dude, it was hilarious. Some people go crazy though. They'll take a whole roll just to wipe. It's like, all right, relax. Then switch to baby wipes. Yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> You don't, like, come on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know what you mean, Mike. Whatever. Whatever. I'm getting all fired up. We have more than enough, so we're all set. Yeah. So, speaking of quarantine and dealing with life. the essential. Yeah. I wanted to touch on the importance of one thing because most people are not working out like they used to. I am 1,000% one of them. Um, I'm just not that into home workouts, dude. Yeah, dude. This is... It's tough because, like, 2020 was going to be the year of the gym. I, I just got to wait till 2021 now. Like, this is... <laughs> dude, this is cramping my style hard. Yeah. And so, I was making such progress. Yeah. But anyways, so one thing that we can still do, which I think you would benefit a lot from, Derek, Derek Quarantino, is stretching. Yeah. Here's why. A couple benefits. Tell me. All right. So, first of all, prevents injury. Which I can attest to that. It helps. Uh, It can decrease soreness, obviously. First thing in the morning, if you stretch, you'll relieve tension that you endured and gained while sleeping. So you can get rid of that, which will make you feel better throughout the day. Okay. Just a side note. Is it true that you gain like one inch overnight because your spine decompresses? Uh, In gravity? Yeah. Yeah, they say that. I'm not okay, just just wanted to throw that out there. My name is Mike Kelly. There's nothing <laughs> after my name, initial wise, that would allow me to answer that correctly. Well, I just wanted to know if you heard the same room, not rumors, because it's true, but that you wake up that, taller. Yeah. yeah, I've asked my chiropractor, and they've also said that and they'll like, also not you, be named. Yeah, as you were, as you like spend the day. I don't know why I can't talk. As you spend the day, your spine compresses, and like the gravity forces your. Like, the plates to compress a little bit more, so you shrink an inch or whatever. Yeah. So you're the tallest in the morning. Mm-hmm. Okay, just want to throw that out there. And the lightest, supposedly, because you facet for eight hours. <laughs> That's how I justify pizza every day. I'm like, oh, I'm lighter than I was eight hours ago. <laughs> I mean, it's not bad logic. Right? That's what I'm saying. So... If you stretch before bed, it will relax your muscles and actually lead to better sleep. Um... Stretching also increases range of motion in your joints, which is nice. It keeps your muscles flexible, strong, and healthy. It improves posture. And it will decrease back pain, which I have to stretch so I don't have back pain, specifically in my lumbar, my lower back. What are some stretches you do? Cobras. You act like I should know this. Like for my lower back? Yeah. Yeah. What's a cobra? So I lay on my stomach on the floor, and then I put my arms... Do you want to demonstrate? No. I'm not going to crawl up on the table so people can see. So then I put my arms in a push-up position and then literally just lift my body while keeping my hips on the floor. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. a, what is that, a praying mantis or something? What do they call that? Cobra. There's a we call it. <laughs> is that what they call? I'm sure it's called something in... It's in yoga probably, terms. It's yeah, something else. Yeah, it's yeah. probably something in yoga, but that's what we call Arching it Arching moon or something like that? I don't know. Essentially, yeah. But you basically want to keep your chin semi-down and then your eyes on the horizon. So you're just like pushing... Okay. Yeah. Keep your hips on the floor. And then your feet, you don't, um, like in a push-up position, you're on your toes. And then you want to put your feet flat. So you basically... Are you stretching the calf? No. So you you relax your toes so the top of your foot is on the floor. And your toes are straight out. And then um, 
Yeah, you, you basically just pick yourself up off the floor and then eyes at the horizon. And then that way your your back stretches and relaxes because that's the only way to stretch your back is backwards. If you touch your toes, you're activating all the muscles in your back. So the only way to stretch your back is to go backwards. Really? Yep. How? What do you mean how? That doesn't make sense to me. No, because you're activating muscles moving to bend. You're, to bend to touch your toes, you're activating muscles in your back. And then the only way to stretch those muscles are to, is to go backwards because then you're not stretching anything. Uh, you're not activating any muscles in your back. So it's more of a relaxing, not a stretch. Because you're not gonna you're gonna be stretching your abs if you go back and like your front your torso and everything if you go back, right? Because you're compressing and going this way. Dude, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I just like to argue. So, okay, well that that's something interesting that I should start doing. I mean I golf and I swing the club every day. Even a single leg over would do wonders on your lower back. Just lay on the floor and then throw one leg over. And you then, crack your back? When I mean not a lot. It cracks when I do a single leg over while I'm stretching. So my whole body will crack as I stretch. Yeah, dude. My ankles, I don't know if people could do that, but they just cracked again. My ankles can crack on command. Really? Yeah. Why? Oh, I'm shot, dude. I'm 87 years old. I don't know if you do this. It's probably because you just... I got the Benjamin Button over here. You walked 40 miles in your life to different pizzerias to go pick up more pizza. That's what it is. And that's it. I haven't walked any further than 40 miles in 27 (laughs) years of living. Jesus. I mean, it's probably true. We had pizza the other night. You had to support local businesses, man. How many... Dude, you said in the beginning of this that you were going to support one local business a week. Mm -hmm. Did you up that to, well, yeah, it's it's one business a week, but there's four businesses within the same week? Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, we're we're trying to do what we can to support local businesses. I mean, I'll go... We'll grab pizza one day, and then we'll go grab... uh, Like, we went to Deep South Taco the other day. How was that? Um, very good, dude. Everything's fantastic. And then we went to Olive Branch, just everything. We try to go to every different, or as many restaurants as we can, mm-hmm. just to try to support them. We were going to go to Hartman's, but then we uh, already drank that night. But there's some distilleries that are packaging up cocktails for you to take home, too. Hartman's is one of them. Yeah, Hartman's is one. Hashtag down a sponsor. Yeah. and it's No just- free shout outs. <laughs> Even though we just did. <laughs> Literally saying not a sponsor does nothing. <laughs> Except us, protect us for some liability eventually, I guess. But, I mean, <clears throat> every business, most all businesses that we've done uh, podcast interviews with are doing some sort of production right now, even though we're in this state. Like Buffalo Distilling, Hartman's. Um, Black Button. Black Button. They're all making hand sanitizer right now. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just important to continue supporting local businesses because right now they're struggling more than we are. It's You're not getting any income coming in, and you have rent to pay still. I mean, they own the building. They have a mortgage to pay. It's it's crazy. Sure. It's crazy. <laughs> crazy. Crazy. You want to get in the cocktail section yeah, real quick? Let's get to it. All right, drop the beef for the cocktail section. <laughs> Okay, so mine is called the Trust Fund. Nice. So it is one and one half ounce of this glorious 12-year reserve whiskey. Three-quarter ounce sweet vermouth, three-quarters ounce campery, and then an orange peel garnish. Campari? Nailed it. (laughs) I'm like, Camper, he wants Camper. 
Jesus Christ. Don't mind me. Well, it's at his journey upstairs when Camry is. Yeah, as um, journey. Okay, interesting. So, what's the name of it again? Trust Fund. And they can find that on the Three Chord website? No. No? Nailed it. Yeah. Where can they find it? Uh, I looked at High Proof Whiskey Cocktails. Okay. And that was one of them that came up. I'm sure you could order it, and they would know exactly what it is in Billville, because most of the occupants in Billville are trust fund babies. There you go. So. I immediately think of Andy Bernard. Speaking of which, let me get to this cocktail section first. Mine is called the Kentucky Bourbon Apple. So it's two ounces of this 12-bar bourbon, two ounces of sour apple schnapps, two ounces of cranberry juice, and then a half ounce of sweet and sour mix. Sounds delish. So did you see that uh, video that went around of John Krasinski and Steve Carell? I didn't watch it yet. Oh my god, dude, it's beautiful. It made me tear up. They're just like reminiscing good times of The Office. And they start talking about the scene where Jim leaves, or where uh, Steve Carell leaves. And then Jim goes into his office and is like, hey man, like wanted to tell you, we'll talk about it tomorrow at lunch. You just gotta watch it, because it's very touching. It's just, it was such a good show. And people are still finding it out now. Which is insane. When did it first air? 15 years ago. So that's why he posted that. Okay. Because it was his 15-year anniversary that week that he posted it. So it's been around for 15 years, dude. That's crazy. The legacy of that show is... What other show has that type of ongoing legacy? The Simpsons. SpongeBob SquarePants. But that's still on, though. (laughs) (laughs) Both of those are still airing. SpongeBob is not. They, restaurant. No, they recently just cut it off, which is one of the worst days of my life. <laughs> but that's fine. Where can you even find that now? SpongeBob? Yeah. Reruns, bro. On it's what sh- channel? To ch- 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 check it out. I'll give you what, one what, guess what, what channel what's it's it all on. About? Nickelodeon? Thank you. Yeah. But, like, I don't have cable anymore. That sounds like a you problem. <laughs> do you still have cable? <laughs> Why do you still have cable? I have DirecTV. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you still get Nickelodeon? I do not get Nickelodeon. I don't get Disney. I don't get anything. Yo, Nickelodeon used to be Channel 44. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness, dude. I'm going to get blasted this episode. <laughs> These are going quicker. What time are we at? We had three of them in 36 minutes. Something's wrong. <laughs> Your freaking battery's dying. That's what's wrong. <laughs> it's episode 27. Your Wi-Fi is like, dude, you need to fix this. I get the beep thing, but we're about to shut down. We're about to fall out of the ceiling. Change the goddamn battery. That's a, don't don't let this fall out of your nose either. I don't want you to do spew coming out of the nose. Yeah. 107 proof. And don't do to your notebook what I did to my notebook with coffee. It was a funny day. <laughs> oh god! But yeah, I, I'm not going to replace <laughs> that battery, so it's just going to be there. That has to be one of the clip photos. Is how red your face just got trying to hold that booze in. Oh, I'm sure it will be. I'll make it that. I love how you're like, did you really have to post that photo? Because that was not flattering. <laughs> She's like, check how hard Derek was laughing at this. And I'm just like, <laughs> All of a sudden you text me, you're like, why was I laughing so hard? I'm like, I don't even know. I had no idea. But, I mean, we watched it and it was a good clip. It was a good episode, dude. Yeah, it was a good one. These episodes are getting better and better. We've turned into like a knowledge-based podcast, though. Did you notice that? Backed by zero research and zero evidence. But, but you and I are just like, these are facts. and Don't check them because they're real. We should make a separate pop-up where people like listen to us and then they think about it. And then the pop-up in the center is like, not true. <laughs> Fact check, false. <laughs> right across the middle. 
Yeah, because none of this is research. Not nothing we ever talk about is like it's just all experience based. Yeah, and we're just like, yeah, I mean, we'll run with it. Is it true? <laughs> it's just like every parent ever. Yeah. Like, I've, I've existed 44 years. I can't be wrong. Am I, am I right or am I right? Yeah. Have you ever... Do you remember when you were a kid and your parents told you, like, don't turn on the don't light in the car, you'll get pulled over? It's like, that was not true. They just said that. Yeah, but no one does it. No one does it. Why? Because Why do all, these folklores lay on? They all got the same lesson from their parents. And they just know that if, you know, their parents are no longer with us they'll probably just show up in ghost spirit and throw them off the road to beat their ass like it's the same thing you know will you tell your kids that the dome light is illegal bro there's so many lessons i'm going to teach them so many lessons um, oh yeah oh uh, yeah we're, we're having we're a male make it. we're having a male first and a female second All right, perfect yeah that's how it's gonna go it is decided yes sorry colleen but i don't know if i would tell my kids that because it's not true so your kid's going to be that one dude driving down the road with his dome light on, and then watch he does get pulled over. Then what? <laughs> it's not illegal. He can't. And then it's going to be like, oh, your parents never told you that you can't drive around with the dome yeah, light on? This is folklore. You can't do it. It's got to be some sort of distraction in the penal law somewhere. You know, moving violation. It's got to be somewhere. you can't have a light on? What about during sunshine? I don't know why it took me so long to come up with the word sunshine. What about in sunshine? Daylight. I- well, now it's mandatory. I mean, it's basically built into the cars that they're going to have their lights on all day. No, I'm saying like the dome light. Like oh. The dome light on at night is the same as sunlight coming in. If I was a cop and somebody's driving down the road with their dome light on during the day, I'd pull them over just because they're weird. <laughs> That's strange. That's a Good weird thing move. you're not a cop. <laughs> I would, yeah, yeah, seriously, I'd pull them over. Like, what are you doing? What are you? Don't you know this is illegal? Yeah. By the way, license registration. <laughs> Just to make sure we're all good here. Yeah. Oh, God. It's fine. <sighs> all right. Well, anything else that you want to talk about on your ex- very exciting camping extravaganza? Dude, I can't wait to get back out there, but no. No. You're going to take Sam with you for sure? <laughs> yeah. He's going to love it. He's going to have fun. Oh, yeah. All right. Perfect. Did you get to watch any, just to circle back from last week, did you get to watch any of your recommendations that you stated? Did you watch the Tom Segura Stand up. What'd you think? I literally sat there with toilet paper in the front of my pants because I just kept peeing from laughing Seriously? so hard. Yeah. I didn't think that was one of his best. It's not, but it's because we're used to his style now. True. So now you just have to understand like where, what his intent was with the joke. It was amazing. I laughed the hardest when he talked about kicking the four-year-old <laughs> so hard that he, he's like, I'm going to kick your chest through your back. <laughs> yeah. Two four, dude, I was dying. Yeah, yeah, that, was funny. that was that was funny. But um yeah, I watched what else did I mention? Uh the humor, Unabomber series I already seen. Theo Vaughn's stand up I already seen. Tom Segura's new one I I watched. Bill Burr I've already caught up with. He is releasing a new one soon, isn't he? I thought so. You said that. I didn't hear it, but I he mentioned it on one of his pods. Okay. Dude, Theo Vaughn had the doctor from the Tiger King on his podcast Seriously? that released today. Okay, have you been watching that? Yeah, I watched it in two days. What do, What do you think of it? Dumpster fire. <laughs> Swingers, gay marriage of straight men, meth, and semi-abuse of animals? Like, dumpster fire. Well, we already know that I, I condone meth making, so this seems like True. my type of show. True. But I I just can't get into it. One, 
I don't like watching things that everybody watches. Not my style. I like finding things on the bottom floor or waiting until all the hype is over to watch it. Like, did you watch Game of Thrones when it was out? No. I haven't watched Game of Thrones almost, period. I've seen, I haven't either. I've seen, and like, three episodes while Colleen was watching it, and I get it. It's a great show. I'm not going to say it's not. I just... I, I'm not going to spend seven hours... I mean, yeah, now I... just I, watch The Office for seven hours. Yeah, seriously. Or Parks and Rec. Right. Yeah, I just... I don't know. I just never super got into it. But, like, even that series, Gina watched it, but I didn't want to get into it while she was watching it because... Who? Journey. Okay. Journey was watching it. Um... So everybody knows, before we started recording, Mike had one of his gaps, and he started calling Gina Journey for some reason, because Journey's a very common female name. But So Journey's upstairs right now. Uh, but with Game of Thrones, I had to wait until... I still haven't watched it, because I want it to all settle down. I want all the memes to be gone, which it's at that point right now. But I want to watch it and rediscover it, not have everybody in my ear saying, Dude, did you watch it? Like, no, I didn't watch it. It's worth a watch, though. Game of Thrones? Both. Tiger King and Game of Thrones. You haven't watched Game of Thrones. I'm sorry. G-O-T. Yeah. I've seen three episodes. Oh, nailed it. In, you know exactly what happened. Yeah, then. in its entirety. But I've also watched Colleen watch it, and I was with her emotionally through her journey, and I understand, like... Journey? Yeah. N- not the same person, but... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, I just... I don't know. I can't get, I can't get behind it, though. Did you watch any of it? Tiger King? No. Not at all? No. That's why. But why, like, what point of that interests me? F- dude, 15 minutes into it, you're hooked. It's like watching Forensic Files. I haven't watched Forensic Files. You, yes, you have. No, I Stop haven't. it. You were a criminal justice graduate <laughs> of four years. A forensic science graduate of you've, four years. Even still, you... No, I never watched it. You've never watched a single episode of Forensic Files no. in your entire life. I haven't watched that. Another one that... Not similar, but different, definitely, is um, True Detective. Never watched any of that either. (laughs) What are you talking about? Why? How have you never... How? Which one? Because I've said, like, four crazy things right now. Dude, what about... um, I can't even focus. I'm so upset right now. (laughs) How do you never watch Forensic Files? You went to college for criminal. For forensics? I don't know. It's the same freaking thing. I don't know. Dude, it's on every platform. Watch one episode. It's so Is good. Is it on Netflix? Uh, yeah. Even, for, dude, Forensic Files 2 came out. When did it come out? That's semi-recent. That's like within two years. Or three years. When did the original come out? It, Dude, like, 80s, 90s? Oh, really? Yeah. Like, before True TV was True TV. Yeah, I don't think I ever watched any of that. Forensic Files is one of the best shows ever. I don't know what I used to watch. Yeah, that's where we need to start. I feel like a therapist. So what did you do? Just watch Nickelodeon, then go skateboard and destroy your knees? I mean, basically. Any pasta, obviously. Yeah. So what was your... played Xbox. What was your childhood shows? Video game. Nickelodeon. Did you watch Cops? No. You never watched Judge Judy? Not like... Why? Did any kid ever really sit down and watch Judge Judy? Yeah, seriously. Who does that? <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> so, what? how did you discover forensic science as a major then if you've never watched any of those shows growing up? Uh, I think I watched a couple CSIs. 
Like CSI Miami. Oh, the fake? Yeah, yeah, got it. Definitely fake. But I don't know. I was just always interested in solving stuff. So then watch Forensic Files. Dude, I feel like when you're going to watch one episode of Forensic Files, you'll be hooked. Maybe. It's How many episodes are there total? A gajillion? <laughs> Dude, it was on forever. Yeah, I've never watched it. So basically, I mean, do you know the premise of it? I mean, I'm going to assume it's forensics related. Yeah, it's essentially this person murdered this person. Here's how they figured out how they did it. And then what happened to the person who committed the murder? Every episode. Is it just one murder per episode? Yeah, 30 Is it all minutes. murders? Yeah, 30 minutes. So oh, like, 30 minutes, is it? Yeah. Oh, I can knock those out real quick. Duh. So they literally sit there and they're like, why did Joni ch- kill Chachi? And then they're like, well, this was because of insurance money. Because they were in credit card debt for $400,000. And then, like, this is how they did it and try to get away with it. And then most cases, they get away with it for, like, 30 years. So this is all, like, real? Oh, they're all real cases, all right. yeah. And it's not like a... It's a docu-series. It's not like a CSI or Criminal Minds. It's... Or Blacklist this, or anything like that? Yeah, no. It's like... In Akron, Ohio, on June 15th, 1986, Mary walked into her house and then was murdered by her husband, John, and then here's why. And you're like, what? And then you just watch the whole thing and you're like, that's crazy. And then after Forensic Files, we would watch Cops, and then after Cops, we'd watch Judge Judy, and then i go to bed. And But that was like... That's what I did Jesus, growing up. That's a traumatizing childhood. Dude, like, when like, I went Here's to... somebody getting murdered. Here's somebody <laughs> getting chased by cops. And this is the criminal justice system. Go to sleep now. Hopefully you're not traumatized. Right, yeah. Like, I'm probably two points away from being diagnosed with clinical PTSD. That's what I'm saying. Like, I was watching Rocket Power, man. Like, I would sleep much better than you would. I did that, too. But at night, I'd watch those shows with my mom. See, we would watch every single night. <clears throat> we would just watch, like, Nick at Night and stuff like that. So... Fresh Prince of Bel Air, uh, Full House, and Family Matters, I think. So, like those weird sitcom shows. That's what I would watch. Yeah. But as soon as, what was it, Family Matters would come on, that's how, that's when we would know to go to bed because that's our bedtime. Is as soon as that music starts playing, we just had to go to our room and go to sleep. Mm hmm. Crazy. But yeah, I didn't watch any of those. Dude. Nickelodeon just, that was my, that was my lane and I stuck to it. Also, that new um, Marky Mark movie with Post Malone in it. That's on Netflix. Oh, Spencer Confidential. Yeah. Did, yeah. did you watch it? Yeah. Okay. So sick. I'm sick of Mark Wahlberg being in those roles. It's like the same. Dude, what else is he going to play? Did you see Instant Family? Did you watch it? Because that's a good one where he's not in that role. Instant Family? Yeah. It's where him and his wife adopt. That's what one of my recommendations from last week. Yeah. Clearly you pay attention. Uh, that was one of my... <laughs> Me and my me and my CTE riddled brain can't even remember what I had for lunch. Uh, but yeah, that's a good one if you wanted to watch that. And we're already basically almost done with Ozark. Yeah. Did you? Are you all caught up? No. Have you watched any episode? What are you doing? This is even more repulsive than me saying I don't watch Forensic Files, dude. Ozark is the show of the century. You're the show of the century. Thank you, dude. I really appreciate that. Actually. <laughs> All right, let's rate this whiskey and get out of here. All right, dude. Oh, yeah, I don't want the Rona to reach. The Rona. Yeah, I know. That's why this table's six feet apart. We built this table just for this. Just That's saying. right. Because we can't be six inches apart. It's true. All right. Three-cord, 12-bar reserve, barrel-proof, straight bourbon whiskey. Perfectly tuned. I love the three-cord brand because not only does it fully embody Neil Giraldo being a musician and that whole family being musicians... 
but they incorporate their not only the three chord but the 12 bar reserve which are four three chords it's just very consistent i really enjoy it and i love this bottle how it's unique to it's not just your typical 70 or 750 milliliter bottle right what do you think i i agree i agree i agree (laughs) where does that even come from I think it's a spinoff from Patrick and SpongeBob. Oh, is it okay? But anyways. You, um, you just created it for this podcast? It's a podcast exclusive. For sure. All right. So label branding, A++. Yeah, A++. The biggest thing with the 12-bar reserve is it's bottled 600 bottles at a time. The mash bill for this is 84% corn, 8% rye, and 8% malted barley. So we're going to pick up a lot of different things, but the aroma for certain, is caramel and vanilla. And we use that a lot, but this is prominent in regards to this whiskey. Yeah. Prominent. Get a little oak, too. For sure. For sure, for sure, for sure. For sure, for sure, for sure. All right, so nose, uh, caramel, vanilla, and I also get, for a rating, it's kind of, dude, like, it's, it's gentle can, up front. But you can smell that it's not your typical 80-proof bourbon. Oh, yeah. Or 80, yeah. There's some heat on this bad boy. There's some heat. Sip. Yeah, that's it's it's definitely very, very hot. 107 proof, ladies and gentlemen. You got to put your big boy pants on, tighten the belt, and sit down because you're going to go for a ride. You're going to go for a ride. What was this single barrel black button? 84 proof. Yeah, so like... All the black buttons are 84 proof. So because you're not even close to your mic, all the black buttons are 84 proof. All the black buttons are 84 proof. Uh, You have a couple 80 proofs down here, another 84, a 92. Wow, Tommy Rotter came in hot. And then another 84 for Southern Tier. So 80, 90 is what you're normally seeing. This is 107. Mid-80s is the norm for the U.S. We learned that from... The boys in the industry. Yeah. So this is this is also going out at barrel proof, which means Correct. that they're not adding any water to it after it comes out. Mm-hmm. This is really basically what you're going to get if you did a thief directly from the barrel. Yep. So 600 bottles, you said, right? At, at a, a time. time. So there, this is small. Is this a small batch? I don't know if it's a small batch, but they don't... Small batch production, yeah. Oh, yeah. it is? Okay. So obviously that means that they just have... A few barrels making this at each time, so batch by batch it might be a little different, but very, very, very tasty. Very tasty. So for nose, I'm giving it an A++. A++. Do it up. Initial taste. Tony, I'm getting vanilla and clove. I'm getting... I'm getting the oak on the... On the back end of the initial taste. That's what I was just going to say. So vanilla, clove. And then, like, we'll put at the end of the initial taste, oak. It's like a charred oak. Yeah. And then the ending notes, I'm getting what? Peppercorn. Um... It's a very smooth caramel going down. Honey. Honey? You getting honey or no? I did through the like the nose at first. I think that's why it's so smooth on the back end of the ending note. It's because of honey. 
it's faint. Like, I'm not tasting it, per se. Like, it's not prominent like this is honey, but it's smooth like honey. Yeah, it's kind of like a thick, <clears throat> not... It's like a honey-textured caramel. Yeah, That's what I'm getting. Yeah. Which sounds weird, but you're right. It's not a honey taste to it. It's a caramel, but it's a lighter caramel that sticks. I like that. How in the world are we supposed to fit that on the ending notes here? A we'll, lighter caramel that sticks. We'll just put pepper, honey, and caramel. Okay. Dude, I love this one. I feel like I said it for all of them, but... Three quarter. <clears throat> so this is an MGP product, too. Yep. So for all of you that don't listen to... Oh, dude, you know what it is? I, I just saw it on the back here. It's not a caramel honey. It's a maple. That's what it is. No shit. Yeah, that makes sense. That, that makes sense. So, uh, I mean, there is caramel in there. So, softer, smooth tones of vanilla, maple, and caramel finish with more sustained structure notes that resonate with each sip. Two out of three is what? 75%? That's not bad. 66%. Good try, though. Come on. Seriously? <laughs> Jesus. Dude, I'm so good at math. <laughs> This is about our friends, bro. Dude, you know. <laughs> You're 75, right? Uh, the trick is you got to be confident when you say it. You got to be confident. You were three fourths. You weren't. You weren't far off. Three fourths is 75. Two thirds is 66. Point six 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 six. Devil. Um, but yeah, so it's like a maple caramel at the end. That's okay. what it is. All right. Also, there's no foreshadowing there because you mentioned how you ate at Deep South Taco. It's not like we're not going to have them on the pod. And then you also just said Devil with 666 and Devil River Whiskey. So See, we should start doing foreshadowing and have our listeners pick it up so they can be excited. That's what I'm saying. But for now, just to introduce it, yeah. I'll acknowledge what's going on. So even though we don't know what percentages are, we do know what foreshadowing is. So tune in to each episode to make sure that you can think of what's going to come up next. I'm an English major. So this is also pretty oily, too. It has that, it's not as prominent like the new riff and the Okintoshin were, or Okintoshin. True. But it does have some oil contents to it where you can feel it sticking around in your mouth. The legs, man. Look at those legs. She's got some legs These to her, brother. all legs. All right, um, so. Okay, for, so final rating. No, no, no. What? We have to rate the initial taste and the ending notes. <sighs> Damn it. All right. A++ check mark. A++ check mark. Are mine for initial taste and ending notes. What do you got? I agree, I agree, I agree. I agree, I agree. Final rating. Alright, ready? Yep, give me a countdown. Three, two, one, 92. 96. Nail it. What is it, Mike? Come on. <laughs> I can't even use a calculator because my. 94. 94. Jesus. It's okay, Mike. We'll get there. Alright, 94 is the rating for this one. This is really good. It's very good. It's a delicacy, though, and it's hot, so it's not like, I'm going to go home and just crush. Yeah, so don't expect it to see on the wall anytime soon. Yeah, you know (laughs) what I mean? Like, it's, this is like, hey, I'm having people over who appreciate whiskey. Mm -hmm. I'm going to bring them over. We're going to have a conversation about it. That's what this is. Mm -hmm. This isn't like a Hartman's. And it has a price point for this that, though, too. It's 75 bucks a bottle. It is relatively expensive. yeah. Yeah. So this is similar to what you would see a... Uh, black button single barrel that's up there too um and that's really it like that's the golden, oh, golden grain, grain. Yeah, is yeah. up there in price yep 
and then you get your mid- middle tier stuff, which are the McKenzie, the Hartmans, the like the middle price point. I'm saying. So yeah. uh, this is definitely up there. Thank you, Tony. Thank you for Three Chord for letting us have this on the episode. We really appreciate it. Show the people this the model. This is too. absolutely fantastic. Yeah, you um, can find this behind the glass. Uh, the, the people in the industry like to say at many, many liquor stores. Just behind the glass in the area. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's tough to find this on the general shelf next to their blended bourbon or their rye. This is. Um, like an outlet liquors per se in Chictawaga, it's behind the glass. Okay. So you just got to ask and they can open it for this you. This is not for your everyday in- introductory Correct. whiskey drinker either. Yeah. If you're going into this thinking that this is going to be something that you're going to start off with, don't. No. Because this is, it's not even that the flavor profile is off because the flavor profile is amazing and it's delicious. It's more or less the heat mm-hmm. because you're going to be getting this. You got to appreciate what the other three chord line is before you get this one because this takes both the rye and the blended bourbon together to make this beautiful drink. And we're going to have another episode of three chord in the near future as soon as um, the quarantine ends. Yep. That's going to be introducing a new thing that they're going to be doing. So make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel to get notified when that goes live, uh, probably in a couple months or however long this lasts. Yeah. So, all right, Michael. Well, that is our episode we are at 61 minutes right on the dot well leaving yep we're out no uh make sure you follow all of our social media accounts facebook instagram we are at the buffalo happy hour uh also make sure you subscribe to our youtube channel right here uh i I like being able to throw that graphic up when i say that because that's pretty dope um make sure you subscribe to us on youtube so you're always notified on all the videos that we post and also we're on all the podcast platforms so spotify apple Podcasts, google podcast everything so Make sure you give us a listen over there and write us a review on iTunes. We really appreciate it. And, Michael, this has been episode 27. We're past that half-year mark, Mike. That's it, brother. We're out. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.